Hello, everyone. This is Austin with Sports for All Talk Show. Sports, the number four all talk show. Everything sports, everything now. Stay gold. Tonight, we have some basketball news mainly, and then we're also going to discuss some football topics. It'll be a rather long one, so hold on, grab your seatbelts, get some popcorn, grab a beer, and chill back and listen. First topic I will discuss is how Carmelo Anthony is never wanted wherever he goes. Carmelo Anthony now didn't fit with the Houston Rockets, and now he's going to have to be looking for another team. There's not much teams left, to be honest with you. There are reports that the Lakers could be interested. However, no one wants a player that just neutralizes and stops ball movement on the court whenever the ball gets to Carmelo it seems to stop there and that's the problem with him now he is an isolation player it was great for the NBA roughly even five years ago that was probably the last year that his type of play was all right now teams are just saying that he's overweight out of shape and all he can do is knock down threes and Lately, he hasn't even been able to do that. His defense is far below average. I wouldn't even call it average. Now he's looked at as a possible bench player who could possibly hit a couple threes each game. You can't put him down low as a power forward. That extra weight that he put on is not necessarily strength, if you get what I mean. He kind of gets bullied down low. So he really is in between a small forward and a power forward. He's not athletic enough anymore for a small forward. Far too big and far too slow for a shooting guard. At this point, some of my sources are saying that he's possibly looking to play overseas, and that would definitely tarnish his career. This may sound like I'm trying to rip into Carmelo Anthony. Honestly, I'm the type of analyst that just provides facts and this is just things that other sport analysts and from my sources are telling me Carmelo Anthony is pretty much washed out of this league and as a fan of him I am very much sad by this it's tough I grew up watching Carmelo when he was a young Denver Nugget and he was balling He's lost his athletic ability, he is out of shape, and his shooting isn't what it used to be. So what is he now? I hate to see it. I hate to see this. I mean, I really think he could go to a championship contending team if they possibly wanted his services. I heard Boston, him coming off the bench. However, I just think they have too much of young players And I don't see that happening. Philadelphia could be one. And I still believe that could be one of his few destinations he has left. LA was thrown out there just because of LeBron. How they're good friends, Banana Boat Brothers. If you haven't seen that, when they went to the vacation in Miami. But I don't see that happening. I really have Philadelphia or a rebuilding team... That just wants to get some box office tickets. 
And honestly, he's not really box office anymore. Unless you maybe played him 20-something minutes a game again and just hoped that he can magically reappear as the old Carmelo. The young old Carmelo is what we could call him. Some new news. Zion Williamson. Wow, what a beast. 265 pounds. He is a man amongst boys for college basketball. 6'7", 6'8". Stocky is all you know what. And that boy can jump out of the building. He can slam it down like nobody's business. He is the hammer. His windmills are something that I've never seen. They're even better than Vince Carter's windmills. They're better than Kobe Bryant's. They're nasty. And he's dunking his way to the number one pick. Teams are lining up to try to pick him. Now, there's one critic, one critique, rather, that I have about him. And that's his ability to score besides fast break and dunks. He can bully a lot of those college players right now. But he can't bully a lot of the NBA players. His weight and his strength is NBA caliber. Now, is it superstar NBA strength? I would argue different. He's a great player, don't get me wrong. He has a lot of work to do. He needs to learn a lot more post moves. And his shooting ability is kind of a question mark for me. He's a, He has a set shot. And to me, it's too inconsistent for him to score at the next level. Now, he could be a double-double machine, don't get me wrong. And I think he will coming into the league. But I don't see him getting around 20-something points per game unless he plays for a fast-paced team. A brother that's not getting enough love on Duke, and I'm very adamant about this, is R.J. Barrett. He is a baller. A young scorer can really do it all. Doesn't get enough love because of Zion. He's another brother that I think could be a top five pick. I really think he's contending for a top two pick in this coming NBA draft. Teams are lining up for him as well. He may not be getting enough news in the sports media, but I guarantee you, and I've heard this from numerous sources, I guarantee you GMs are really looking at him as a possible number one pick in the draft not just a top five he's more of an all-around player than zion i love both players i'd be happy with both either or moving on to some nfl news now i hate to say this i'm a cowboy fan but I have my doubts about this upcoming game with the Cowboys versus the Redskins. I know Alex Smith broke his leg in two different places. Prayers go out to him and his family. It's a hard injury to come back from, especially at his age. But 
A lot of people have the Cowboys demolishing the Redskins on Thanksgiving Day. I don't. I think it's what I call a trap game. And some of the more in-depth analysis analysts feel the same way. Cowboys could be getting themselves in some trouble if they think they're just going to walk right in there and win against Washington. I think it's not going to be an easy cakewalk. Colt McCoy can ball. Colt McCoy beat them a couple years ago. I know now. I know you will say, oh, it's a couple years ago. Things changed. His arm's gotten weaker. Blah, blah, blah. But he has that Tim Tebow magic, I like to call it. He has good agility. He'll break a couple runs. I think it's a dangerous game. It'll be a close one. Grab your turkey, your stuffing. It's going to be a good game. But the real game I want to talk about was the game that just happened last night, Monday night. The Chiefs versus the Rams for first place in the NFL. The Rams pulled out the victory. Jared Goff's getting a lot of love for it. Pat Mahomes is getting a lot of love, but a lot of hate. He had a lot of turnovers. He had a lot of touchdowns. We haven't seen that great of a game in a long time. And some people are saying top five game ever. Some people are saying that was the best game they've ever saw. In my young lifetime, I've seen a lot of closer games than that one. It got decided with about a minute and 10 left in the game, but I can't remember a game where it was that much of a shootout, but yet I got to see some good defensive plays, a lot of defensive touchdowns. That was a great game. Both quarterbacks balled out. Both quarterbacks, to me, cemented a top 10 level status in the NFL. Both of them are elite. I was questionable about Jared Goff. Not so much Pat Mahomes, even though he doesn't have the background as much as a Jared Goff. And Jared Goff has done it for a little bit longer. He wasn't great during his rookie year, but he was at least above average. Not necessarily with the stats, but I can just tell the makeup of a great quarterback or at least an average quarterback. And Jared Goff had that his rookie year. Pat Mahomes has came out of the gate just slinging. Now, he didn't get to play his rookie year, so this is basically his rookie year, and that's what I consider it, because he was learning from Alex Smith, who I discussed earlier. But I want to see more from Pat Mahomes, and I said that at the beginning of the year when everyone was putting him, putting him up there as the top five quarterback in the NFL. You can't do that at the beginning of the year. You can do that now toward the end of the year. Ten games have been played, now the 11th game for them. Even though it was a loss, even though he had a good amount of turnovers, two of which I feel like were not really his fault, at least two, I don't know where he was throwing to at the end of the game, that was a bad interception, but I feel like he really cemented himself as an elite-level quarterback last night. I am jumping on the Pat Mahomes train, and I am jumping on that Jared Goff train. I would love to have both quarterbacks on my team to start a team with. I would rather 
have Pat Mahomes. But both are elite level quarterbacks. I would say top 10 knocking on the door as a top 5 quarterback. Both of them are knocking on the door. I wouldn't put them as top 5 yet. I'm a little more leaning toward the Pat Mahomes style of quarterback and just him as an individual player as a top five quarterback in the NFL, but I wouldn't have him as a top five yet. That's it for tonight on Sports for All Talk Show. Sports, the number four all talk show. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram if you could. It would be amazing. And that is it for tonight. I will have some more news tomorrow. Thank you for listening. Everything sports, everything now. Stay gold.